When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome into the Mazer Brew Pick'em Podcast brought to you by Mazer Brew Podcast on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Luke Yardy, joined as always by Anthony Broom, Von Lozon, and Scotty White. Ready for our week three picks. Taking a quick look back at last week, uh, Von with another great week at five and three. Anthony also going five and three a week ago. Scotty going four and four. Myself, it was a tough one. It was a rough goal of it. Went three and five. I shouldn't have picked against Michigan, but hey, it is what it is. Looking at season records, Vaughn leading the way as we head into week three. He's 10-5-1 on the year. Anthony at 9-6-1. Scotty and myself both tied at 8-7-1 on the season. But boys, you feeling pretty good about the picks here this week or what? So far, I mean, any success I have, always I always feel like the other shoes is ready to drop, but um, you know, the record, like Vaughn's doing excellent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm right behind him, nine, six, and one. Scotty's at eight, seven, and one. You, you, Scotty and Luke are at eight, seven, and one. So, no, one, I mean, you, you can make up ground on anyone pretty quickly. Uh, all it takes is one bad week of picks when you're picking eight at a time. But uh, so far, whoever you've ridden with so far, you've at least broke even. So, there you go. Yeah, Scotty Vaughn, how you guys doing, I, man? You I'm ready? feeling great. Yeah, I, I feel good. Um, I, I felt even better too. On Sunday, when I talked with Mason Brew's own Kellen Voss, said that he won some money last weekend because of my picks. He went with me. Ooh, I don't know. Smart uh, man. Smart I man. guess. Yeah. I'm, I, I was pretty happy uh, that he rode with my pick. So, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I encourage that two weeks in a row that we've got some tough picks this week, but I'm looking forward to seeing if I can keep the streak going. 
Yeah, water always tends to find its level. So you could you could go over, and then Kellen will be shaking you down. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel I feel better about these picks this week than last week. Honestly, I was surprised that I even went four and four last week because I was not very confident in those picks. But I like the ones this week, so I'm excited. I'm excited to pick these. Yeah, college football, man. It's it's a weird week-to-week sport, that's for sure. We're going to jump right into it here. We're going to start in the Big Ten. Maryland on the road to Illinois. Seven and the hook here on the road. Anthony, who do you like? Um, well, Illinois stinks. I thought when we did the preseason podcast, we had talked about how you know maybe they had ingredients to at least give put a scare into some people. Um, since they beat Nebraska, which Nebraska sucks too, so it's not even that big of a deal. Uh, I should have put the Nebraska game on this slate, but I didn't. Oklahoma's going to kill them. Anyways, bring bring us back to Maryland and Illinois. I'm going Maryland. Uh, I know we all have questions about what that team is and what their ultimate ceiling is, but I just think they're probably a little bit too explosive through the air for um, Illinois to get into a mud fight with them. So I'm going to go with Maryland and the points here. Vaughn, who do you like in this one? I just got to say, I hate Friday night games in the Big Ten. Can we just get rid of those, please? That said, these Friday night games have kind of tended to be odd ones. Now, with all of that said, I am still going to pick Maryland. I think their offense, especially at quarterback with Tunga Vailoa, uh, I, I think he's the better uh, of the two brothers, by the way, I think he's been playing Whoa. really well. Hot take Ooh. alert. I'm just coming wow. in with you. I, look, I'm at the top of the leaderboard, so I, I feel like I can say whatever <laughs> I want at this point. Hey, it's uh, a chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Maryland. I hate Friday night games in the Big Ten. Please, uh, Kevin Warren, please change that. But I'm going with Maryland. Scotty, how about you, bud? I've got Maryland too. Um, yeah, Tagovailoa is really good. He's putting up impressive numbers the first two weeks. Um, and like Anthony said, Illinois is just bad. Um, and so I, I like Maryland to cover this one fairly easily. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would go as far as saying Tagovailoa is the best, better of the two brothers, but he is really good. Um, I think Maryland's a pretty solid team, so I'm going to have him covering in this one. Let's go ahead and make it a queen sweep here, boys, because, you know, Tonga Vailoa, I know it was against a Big 12 defense in West Virginia, 332 yards and three touchdowns, but Illinois might be worse than the the worst Big 12 defense out there. Allowed 423 pass yards, five touchdowns, and one interception last week against Virginia. I think Maryland's uh, going to – but I do agree with you, Vaughn. It's going to – might be a, a little bit weird game Friday nights, man. It's for high school football, but uh, yeah, I still feel confident – in the Terps rolling to Michigan state on the road to Miami. When we were looking at this game in preseason here, it was like, man, this might be a, you know, a two touchdown spread, maybe, you know, 16, somewhere around there, but Michigan state's look good. Miami hasn't looked that good, but still hurricanes, six and a half point favorites at home. Scotty, who do you like? I'm going with Michigan state to cover this. I mean, like you said, Michigan state has exceeded expectations so far. Miami hasn't met them. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have to go with Michigan state. They, yeah, I mean, they've impressed me. Peyton Thorne looks good. Walker obviously has looked great. Um, Miami and just like, they never really impressed me. Um, I think, I think we talked about them last week for their app state game. Um, and then they didn't impress me against app state. I think I took them to cover last week. They didn't do it for me. So I'm going against them this week. I've got Michigan state covering. Vaughn, where are you headed on this one? 
Yeah, I'm taking the Spartans too. I picked Miami uh, regretfully last week against Appalachian State. And uh, I should have went with Anthony's rule with, uh, with with the UM. Don't pick UM teams against Appalachian State. Uh, but yeah, they, they've been really unimpressive. Miami has. And Michigan State's got a balanced attack on offense with the two running backs that they've got. Peyton Thorns look good at the quarterback position. So I'm going to take State to cover and possibly even win this game. Anthony, you like the Spartans? Uh, no, not in this pick and not in real life either. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I've struck, I struggle with this one, but I'm going to go with Miami. I'm going to take the six and a half points. I feel like there might be some up down theory stuff going on this week. Michigan state, I think has played pretty well. I'm not going to say above their heads because they played Northwestern and, and Youngstown state, but um, Miami's Miami's had a little bit tougher road so far. They're at home. Um, I'm just I'm gonna go with the Canes. We're going with the Canes this week. Yeah, I love the points here this week. Give me the Spartans rolling down into South Florida. I mean, uh, Michigan State obviously uh, have played above expectations for sure. But like Anthony said, we don't really know what Northwestern is. I think we're to find out a lot more about what Michigan State here is this week. But I thought Miami was a bit overrated coming in. So uh, a, a touchdown in in the hook here. I love the points, even though it's kind of scary to take a road dog, but. That's what we're doing. Cincinnati on the road to Indiana. Who would have thought? Well, I guess, you know, coming into this year, you probably would have thought this was the case. But uh, going back maybe five years ago, you you wouldn't think that these two teams would be pretty solid uh, coming into this one. But Cincy, three and a half point favorites on the road to Indiana. Anthony, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm going with Luke Fickle, uh, especially in light of the recent rumors about the USC opening, is Luke Fickle a guy uh, for that job? I think that that team is probably going to come out and play with its hair on fire. I think Indiana, what we're seeing is kind of a course correction of what the Big Ten East pecking order is, quote-unquote, supposed to look like. I think Indiana's coming down to earth a little bit after living a bit of a, relatively speaking, charmed life the last two years. Uh, give me Cincinnati and the three and a half in this game. Vaughn, how about you, man? Yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati, too. I think uh, I really do think that they're going to play uh, like they're on fire, like Anthony just said. But Indiana has just been weird this season so far. Michael Penix just hasn't looked the same coming off that injury. So I'm going to take Cincinnati to cover. Scotty, going to the Big Ten or are you rolling with the Bearcats, too? I'm also going with the Bearcats. Um, First off. Props to Cincinnati. Uh, They've got Indiana on the schedule and Notre Dame this year. So, you know, they were undefeated. couldn't get into the playoff. You can see they're they're going to – they want to make a difference this year, play some better teams. Um, So, yeah, I think that they're going to come out with something to prove against a Big Ten school, and I think they're going to cover that three and a half. Yeah, I love the Bearcats, too. We're making it a clean sweep once again, as Vaughn pointed out. Michael Penix coming off that injury just hasn't really been what that offense for Indiana needs, averaging under 300 yards a game, even with the 56-point outburst um, against Idaho. And Cincinnati's look good, man. Beat a really good Miami team out of the MAC to begin the year 49-14. So Bearcats, Luke Fickle, man, he's got a good program rolling in Cincinnati. I like him. Minus three and a half. Purdue headed to Notre Dame, and uh, Notre Dame, they struggled the last couple of weeks. They're they're very lucky, I feel like, to be 2-0, but they're seven-and-a-half-point favorites against the Boilermakers. Scotty, where are you going? 
Yeah, Notre Dame has been puzzling. Um, and, you know, week one, you, we were thinking, okay, maybe Florida State's taking some strides and they're better, and then they go and lose at home to Jacksonville State on one of the worst um, Hail Mary coverages I've ever seen. Um, but I think that Notre Dame, you know, they came out sleepwalking the first couple of weeks. Um, so I think that they're going to come with something to prove. They've got a home crowd behind them. Um, so I'm going to take Notre Dame to cover seven and a half against Purdue. Vaughn, who do you like in this one? You know, I'm I'm actually going to pick Purdue uh, here. I, I don't think they win this game, but I do think they cover the spread. And I think David Bell is going to be the reason why. He's been a stud receiver for them since his freshman season. So far this year, got three touchdowns with all of them coming last week, but he put up a good stat line, albeit it was against Oregon State. But I think he's the real deal at that receiver position. So I will take Purdue to cover, but I don't think they end up winning this game. I still think Notre Dame squeaks it out uh, since they're the home team there and uh, they'll have the luck of the Irish on their side, so to speak. Well, it's our first split through two picks. Anthony, you got to break the tie here. Okay, I'll break it with the Irish. I think that obviously Notre Dame has been playing with fire. Uh, They did not respond well last week to threats of their coach executing them all. But uh, I think that's going to change. I've been pretty outspoken about not trusting uh, Jeff Brom and and that being a guy that I think probably deserves a little more heat uh, at Purdue for for what they've done um, or what they've failed to do, uh, so to speak. Uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame. It's going to be a a bit of a get-right game for them, and I think they'll make a statement this week at home. Yeah, I think Notre Dame's going to show a little bit more. Um, I know we weren't really high on the Irish, as high as everyone else coming into the season, uh, given what that preseason ranking was. But I will say Jack Cohn has looked far better uh, than than I thought he was going to here this year. So I think uh, Notre Dame, they come out, they play with a little fire uh, against a Big Ten opponent. They're at home. I'm not a huge fan of Purdue. I like them covering seven and a half here. Moving on to... Central Michigan headed down to the bayou. Fire up chips. 18-point dogs on the road. Jimmy Mack, he's got a lot of experience coaching against SEC I do teams. Have a, I do have a correction. Uh, I got oh. it wrong. They are, uh, LSU was 19.5-point favorites at time of recording here. All righty. So we'll, we'll call it We'll call it Chippewas plus 19.5. You think Jimmy Mack's experience is going to help him out here, Anthony? I do. No other reason than I'm biased. That's why. That's my pick. No. Um, set, I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of this LSU team. I think that Central Michigan has some guys. That that's going to be a team that's going to be competing for a MAC West title. And here's a stat for you: Central Michigan is five and zero against the spread in its last five road games. I'm going to make it six and zero. Give me Central Michigan to go down to the Bayou and cover the nineteen and a half. Vaughn, who are you like in this one? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Chippewas as well. Um also biased being a uh, <laughs> Central Michigan alum, but uh yeah, I, I do like them uh, to cover the spread here. LSU has just not been impressive whatsoever. I picked UCLA as the dogs uh when they matched up with LSU a couple weeks ago and they won outright. So I'm just gonna roll uh pick against LSU this season and I'll take the chips. Scotty? Yep, I've basically got the exact same logic. LSU hasn't looked at all ever since their uh, national title with Joe Burrow. Um, and, yeah, I picked against them. I picked UCLA, um, and that works for me, so I'm picking against them again. I'm taking Central to cover. 
Wow. Let's go fire up chips. Clean sweep, boys. Obviously, I got a little bias in me as well. But I also think, I mean, you look at Central, they play toe-to-toe with Mizzou, another SEC opponent. I honestly, at this point, don't know how much better LSU is uh, than Mizzou. A 27-point victory against McNeese State. I think Central's a much better team than they are. So covering the 19-and-a-half, I think the chips are going to do it here this week. Yeah, let's also disclaimer with this pick. Three of the four of us here are Central Michigan University. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, alone, the exception being Scotty. So, I mean, you guys uh, do do with that information what you will. But I do think there's football logic behind this pick, too. So, fire up. Not for All me. righty. We got a fun one coming here. I'm excited to see what you guys think about this one. Bama going to Florida and Florida being the home team. 14 and a half point underdogs roll tide or go Gators, Scotty roll tide. I've, I th- this, this game just screams Alabama winning by 17 to me. Um, you know, I mean, I just, I really struggle to pick against Alabama. Um, and I don't even know in my brief betting experience, um, if they've ever let me down. So I got to keep riding with Bama. I've got them covering this. Vaughn, how about you, my man? I was going back and forth on this one, and I'm going to roll with uh, uh, the home dog here. I'm going to take Florida, actually. And by no means do I think they win, but I do think they cover the 14 and a half. That's going to be a, a lot of points for them to be able to defeat Florida by. And with a uh, redshirt freshman QB uh, at the helm, this is really going to be uh, their first big test of the season at Florida. I, I think Bama wins, but I don't think it's going to, cover the spread here so i will take florida all right anthony break the tie for us yeah i said this a few weeks ago when they played miami like for me if i'm betting bama uh there's no point spread that i'm not comfortable betting them with uh give me bama give me the 14 and a half i know it's the swamp but listen i I don't uh you know florida has scored 35 points and 42 points this year i i I think Florida could score 42 and still lose by two touchdowns. So that's uh, – there we go. Give me Bama. I'm actually with Vaughn on this one. I love the Gators at home, the 14-and-a-half. It's a lot of points, and I know this is going to be a quarterback by committee uh, for Florida, but Anthony Richardson, man, this guy is super dynamic. We know the Tide in the past have kind of struggled with these mobile quarterbacks, so I think Florida's going to keep it close enough. As you all mentioned, Florida's not going to win this game, but 14 and a half for a home dog who's almost a top 10 team in the country. Give me Florida, the 14 and a half. Auburn headed to Penn State. I feel like we've seen this game multiple times in bowl games. I'm not really sure. It might have just been once, but it just feels like it's happened multiple, multiple times here. But the Nittany Lions, six and a half point favorites. As you mentioned, uh, we talked about the Cincinnati game. Luke Fickle uh, kind of being tied to the USC job. Now James Franklin, obviously, uh, being tied to that job a little bit. You got the same logic here, Anthony? They're going to come out on fire and cover the six and a half? I think they are. I think they are. Uh, I think that Auburn, I don't think Auburn is going to be afraid of Penn State. I think that uh, they've played in, you know, we kind of prop up Penn State in that whiteout atmosphere as probably like the most, outside of going to Kinnick at night, probably the most daunting thing in the Big Ten. But Auburn goes to atmospheres like that pretty much every week in the SEC. It's no disrespect to Penn State. It's just, uh, you know, to use their term, it just means more down there. So, Give me Auburn. I'm not sold on this this Penn State team, or I'm not sold on uh, on James Franklin. Give me Auburn covering that six and a half. 
Don't know if they'll win, but they'll cover it. All right, Yvonne, how about you? I'm going to roll with Penn State here. It's going to, I believe it's going to be their whiteout game. Correct me if I'm wrong there, but that atmosphere is electric regardless if it is a whiteout or not, but it's at home, at night, under the lights. Penn State's defense has been really good, and I truly honestly think that Bo Nix is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the country, so I'm going to take Penn State. Scotty? Yeah, I'm going with Penn State too, and I think the same thing about Bo Nix. I really don't think he's that good. Um, But yeah, I think um, I've heard a lot of people talk about Penn State's record and their whiteout um, and how it's not that good, even though it's this crazy atmosphere. But typically Penn State's playing against Ohio State um, in this whiteout. Usually they're playing against a team that's better than them. Um, But I think they've got more talent than Auburn. Not really sold on Auburn. They usually, you know, they have a couple wins early in the season. They end up going eight and four. Um, but I think that, you know, they're playing a lesser opponent this time. The whiteout's going to be crazy. I like Penn state to win this one by at least a touchdown. Yeah. I like the pen. I like Penn state plus a, a minus a six and a half here as well for pretty much the reason you guys mentioned. I'm not a huge believer in Bo Nix. I do like watching him play, but, uh, this Penn state defense is very legit in that atmosphere. I think they're going to cause Knicks to, to make more than a few mistakes. I think they're going to hold that Auburn offense in check. I like the Nittany Lions minus six and a half. And then finally, we got the noon kickoff. Northern Illinois and Rocky Lombardi come into the big house again. Michigan, 27 and a half point favorite. Scotty, where are you going? I, I hate to do this, but I, I think I'm going to pick Northern Illinois to cover just because I've been very pleased with Michigan's performance the first two weeks. Um, you know, I mean, we didn't really throw the ball last week, which I would have liked to see, but I, you know, we won by 21 points against uh, a PAC 12 team. Um, it was awesome. It was fun to watch. Um, and so after a big win like that, uh, I just wouldn't be surprised if Michigan comes out a um, little sleepwalkish in the first half, kind of gets off to a slow start. Obviously I don't think that we're going to lose the game. I think we'll comfortably win. Um, but you know, winning by 28 is tough. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to take NIU to cover. On? Yeah, I'm going to take the Wolverines. I think it is a lot of points to cover as well, but I do think they get it done. I think the passing game will be a lot better this week than it was last week. Uh, Washington's defensive backs, definitely better than Northern Illinois and everything that they've got going on. And uh, I, I think it'll be a rude welcome back for Rocky Lombardi to the big house. So I'm going to take Michigan. All right, Anthony. Yeah, I've been going back and forth on this. And again, in a lot of ways, you know, we're picking against point spreads. So when I say that this is the toughest pick of the week for me, it's not because I don't think Michigan will win or, or what have you. But uh, I'm going to go with Michigan just because they seem a little like the the theory that Northern Illinois can cover is probably rooted in the fact that a lot of people think they're probably going to work on the passing game this week and that. They're going to put a lot of reps on film there. There might be some struggles there, some growing pains. Um, they've act like Michigan has gotten a little incredulous when questioned why they would keep running the football. Um, if they have any modicum of success on the ground early Saturday, I think they're probably just going to keep trying to win the way they have been. And I think it's probably enough this week to uh, you know, blow Northern Illinois off the field. So uh, I'll take the points. It's a lot of points, but uh I'm, I feel pretty good about that. If Michigan, they they're they're just trying to stack wins and win football games, and I think that they'll they're going to play the hits again this weekend. We'll go another week of talking about if this team can throw the ball at all, but uh, it'll be good news for people who take Michigan uh, and twenty seven and a half. 
Yeah, and I use allowing 231 yards per game on the ground, and I think Michigan's going to take full advantage of that. Uh, they don't really throw Northern Illinois as much. They're kind of in the Michigan thing. They're uh, averaging about 184 yards per game. They like to get their their stuff down on the ground, but they, I don't think they got the hog mollies up front against this dominant Michigan front seven. So I think it's going to be a rough goal of it for Northern Illinois. I think they're going to force Rocky Lombardi to throw and uh, different defense this year than he saw in the big house last year, different atmosphere than he saw in the big house last year. Give me Michigan minus the 27 and a half. So that's going to wrap it up. Our eight picks here on the Mason brew pick them podcast. Before we go, Scotty, I'll let you know, uh, let the folks know where they can find you out there on social media. Yep, I'm on Twitter. Um, handle is at Scotty white underscore. Um, hopefully the reception in the big house will be a little, better this week no maze out night game um so you'll find there vaughn yeah on twitter i am at vaughn underscore lozon and anthony any station business and whatnot you got to get done uh no uh you guys know you guys know where to find us you know where the podcasts are you can follow me on twitter at anthony t broom i'll say this uh logging the picks live it's another week where nobody's card is identical so um there's going to be some variance this week, which is fun for records and um, try to establish yourself, separate yourself. I mean, uh, it's it's all competitive and all in good fun. We're not actually betting money here, but, um, you know, I think the objective for everyone is just to stay in the stay in the black. And so far, so good. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Gehrdi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Subscribe, rate, leave a review for the podcast, and make sure to check out all the great podcasts from Maze Brew Podcast. Just subscribe so you get them all uh, right into your feed. That's going to do it for us for Scotty White, Von Lozon, and Anthony Broom. I'm Luke Gehrdi. We'll see you next week on the Maze Brew Pick'em Pod.